Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Good morning. It's your boy. Yeah, I didn't think I would be doing this this soon. But I had three wisdom teeth taken out yesterday. I cannot feel my bottom jaw. I have no pain. Um, I'm shocked. Unbelievably shocked. Uh, I don't think I'm still bleeding, but I have no pain. Um, uh, it's the numbness that's the problem. And if your doctor ever asks you if you get uh, your wisdom teeth taken out, if you want a time-released morphine in each wound to lessen the pain, it's worth the $250, let me tell you. <laughs> um, it was crazy. Uh, I, I, I'm still half out of it, but I got a good night's sleep. So let's go over the markets. What I don't get into, there are quite a bit of notes that I have that I will not get into. And my apologies for the soft talking, but I can't yell still. But there's quite a bit of notes that I will not go into, but I promise I will do the newsletter. So if you're not a subscriber to the newsletter, today is the day to do it. Dailystockpick.substack.com. And you can sign up free. It's free. I do have paid content uh, Content like this one is a paid one. What I learned from the markets in July and August. Um, and it's five lessons that I learned. I think it's good lessons to learn because the July and August markets have been quite different, uh, significantly different. So uh, August was pretty much like last year. July was pretty much like 2020 and 2021. So uh, good five lessons to learn uh, about how to manage your portfolio, uh, about uh, taking profits when you can, uh, what signals I saw to take profits that maybe I did or didn't take. Uh, and, and things of, you know, when the bottom is to buy or to add positions and things of that sort. So I think it's a pretty good newsletter. Uh, again, if you're a paid subscriber and you're not getting what you need, just let me know what you want me to write about. Uh, you know, my, I, I have quite a bit of knowledge, you know, 30, 40 years of, of investing where, um, between 30 and 40 is like 35 years of investing and buying stocks. Uh, you know, I tell the story of me going into a, uh, a brokerage firm and paying $50 to buy and sell. You had to get a broker on the phone. There was no internet uh, and years and years of doing that. And today it's just so easy. You have so much information and no, you don't need to be a paid subscriber. Uh, there are plenty of people who don't pay and get uh, value out of this. So if you just want an ad added benefit, I'm not a guy who's going to overcharge you for things. Um, I'm just a guy who's trying to actually monetize some of the stuff that I do because this is my full-time job other than trading. Uh, I still make the large majority, unlike most people who have newsletters and things, the large majority of my money is made uh, trading. So uh, if you want to see my trades, you can go over to um, Savvy Trader, SavvyTrader.com slash Daily Stock Pick. Uh, I have two portfolios, trading portfolio, which I do trade in, which I may buy NVIDIA again today. 
uh, and a core portfolio. The core portfolio is basically if you want to build your own portfolio, these are the stocks that I recommend. You don't have to buy all 36, all 37 stocks in there. There's 36 pieces of cash is counted as one. Um, but I just added Eli Lilly. Uh, it's now the largest position in here. It's an equal weighted portfolio, so it is not weighted uh, whatsoever. It's 100 positions of every stock. The only reason Eli Lilly is the largest one is because it has the highest share price at 549 I bought it at like 540 or something. Um, Costco had the second highest share, and United Healthcare had the second highest. Uh, NVIDIA, third highest, that, that fourth highest. That's just the reason they're big. It, there's no weighting to this whatsoever. But if you want to build a company, a, a portfolio out of five companies and then you know put in uh, VOO, which is included in here, which is a low-cost Vanguard, this is the place to go do it. So SavvyTrader.com slash Daily Stock Pick. You can look at that. Now let's look at SPY. We've seen yesterday was quite a big turnaround in SPY. You had a morning that was um, up almost 1%, and then an afternoon that was up almost 1%. Good move on these earnings. Uh, I don't know exactly what it is, but I've been out of this market. I can tell you one thing uh, that I personally own and that has done phenomenally, and we made the right call on Friday uh, with PanW. Uh, they had $1.44 per share. Crazy gap move. You can see the gap here created between 226 and 235. I believe that will be tested um, if we continue to go down in August, which I do believe we will continue to go down in August uh, even after this. Remember, tomorrow is NVIDIA earnings. That's the big thing. We'll get to that in a little bit. But PanW beat earnings per share in line with revenue, guided a little bit light, um, but nothing like Fortinet. Fortinet is what drove everything down. Uh, FTNT is Fortinet symbol. The CFO said billings didn't show strength. They expect continued weakness. Continued weakness. I think a lot of that may have gone to PanW. Fortinet is the one that's making a, a large percentage of profit. They have the best margins in the business. But with a weakened business, this gap will probably get filled between 62 and 74, but you don't have a buy in. I don't think anything there. With PanW, uh, let me see. Did it get you out? I think it got you out right before earnings uh, with an 11% gain. Hasn't gotten you back in. But today with a cross up, you will get back in. So Pan W for me, I, I would say you buy it once it fills this gap down to about 225 or so. I think that's a good price for this one. Uh, with It may not get back down there, but I do think you're looking at, if we look at a weekly of this one, uh, it, it's been extended. So I'd rather see you buy at 225. Um, if you want a long-term position, I think you're fine getting in at 240. To be honest, I think you know two three handle might be the best. I will include uh, the earnings from uh, Stock Market Nerd, uh, who does just a great job of looking at these earnings, uh, and I think he 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 included that. Uh, by the way, I saw a great. Uh, I'll put this in the newsletter. Uh, a Cartman. Uh, from South Park. Uh, it was mentioned on my first millions podcast about how he said, you go through startups. <laughs> he said, first, you start up. Second, you scale up. Third, you bro up. Bro down. Sorry, bro down. <laughs> so D-Man, I know you said for me to go to through HE, but I'll, I'll do that at a later date. Uh, stock, market, stock symbol is HE. Um, it's Hawaiian Electric. Uh, there is news on this one. Um, that they might not get, uh, you know, sued as much. There's also some short interest in this one. 
in my mind, I think it's a Silicon Valley bank, just to put it short. Um, I think you're going to wind up being a shareholder that actually holds nothing uh, when they declare bankruptcy. So they may get sold off for their parts, but you as a shareholder will probably get diluted significantly. Uh, five things that everybody should be looking for this week in the market. Uh, NVIDIA earnings. Stocks become the golden child of the stock market and the risk on environment. Valuation is insane. And valuation is insane, but it's justified um, because they continue to grow. Consensus estimates are for $2.07 in earnings on revenue of $11.09 billion. Whisper numbers are putting it more like two thirteen. dollars uh, To justify current price, they'd have to blow away the earnings whisper number, likely coming in at two twenty-five dollars with a revenue of $11.5 billion. It's possible they do it. It's a 50-50 chance. With a $1 trillion valuation, this report will be huge for the overall market, especially after Apple, Microsoft fell sharply on earnings. Remember, NVIDIA is going to tell you how the rest of August will go. If we see, and you get back in there at 469.67, it's at 477 here in pre-market. I'm probably going to buy more because I I think with that MACD cross-up, the RSI kind of down coming up on the down. And honestly, at some point, I don't mind holding it 470. Um, you know, I think we're going to 500. Let's we'll go over to Finvis and look at Nvidia because this is the number one thing in the market. You got Jack, uh, Jay Pallet, Jackson Hole uh, on Friday, um, which is number two in my list. But let's look at Nvidia first. The valuation PE is 244. That's crazy. Forward PE is 40. Um, cash doesn't matter. They make, like I said, they make $11 billion per quarter. They're up 221% this year. That is enormous. The average price target is 515. Uh, most recently, you had uh, Stifle. Uh, they put it to hold, but they upped the price target to 440. This one, HSBC, has the target high, $780. Then yesterday, uh, it was KeyBank, moved them to 620 from 550. This is based on everybody seeing that you can't buy NVIDIA chips on the market. They're just sold out. So do I think it's crazy that that it's this high? No. I mean, look at these people selling $21 million, $33 million at $430. They sold at at, at what was the current high, but you're going to $500 on this earnings. I just have a feeling. Here's the, the spread that I see. If you buy it at $470, and it goes to 500, I think you can sell it um, if you're short term. Now, the other thing is, if you're really short term, because here, here's the weekly, let's look at a weekly, just so I can show you kind of how insane this move actually is. Um, there's the January 2023, and you just moved, you know, you've moved steeper than you have in the past. So does it deserve a pullback? Maybe. But if you want to trade this one, I would say if you're looking for NVIDIA to trade and you're certain that it's going to go up, buy NVDL. NVDL doesn't have a MACD cross-up yet. It probably will today at about 96. Uh, If you think this is a one and a half times lever, if you're going to trade NVIDIA, you might as well do it NVDL. Just make sure you have your stop loss in place. That would be my guess for you. Um... Jerome Powell, Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell, will be holding the annual huddle in Jackson Hole. With minutes from the last week's meeting being extremely hawkish, China's economy in freefall yields at multi-decade highs. This is his chance to guide the markets into September Fed meeting. Investors will likely have a great idea of whether the Fed will hike 
or not hike by Friday mid-morning. His speech is slated for 10.05 Eastern. So you're going to want to kind of tune in and just see that you don't have to listen to the speech, but see how the markets react. If the markets react negatively, then he's probably saying, hey, we're going to be higher. Remember, August is all about higher for longer and things are starting to break. I'm bringing it up with some Schwab stuff later. There's a great uh, YouTube video that I found on the Schwab situation. Um, but you'll know on Friday. Um, the number three thing to watch this week is the 10-year yield. Yield knocked in at 4.33 this past Thursday. This is a double top from October. When it hit the same level, please note that the stock market was 20% lower than it is right now. Uh, where are you today? Uh, U.S. Treasury 10-year is at 4.36. So you're even higher than when I wrote this note. Remember, the higher the yield goes, the more money gets coaxed out of the stocks and into safer bonds. That's the big thing. The two and 10 years are uh, inching a little closer. They've been inverted for almost just over a year now. Uh, Historically, it's when yields uninvert that a recession hits. With the jobs market still super strong, a recession at the earliest would be December 2023 or first quarter to 2024. Watch the yields for an uninversion as a great signal of a recession. That's going to be huge. Japan. Most investors don't realize Japan is important to the U.S. market. Japan has uh, had near zero rates for the last 40 years. Near zero rates for 40 years. This made the biggest buyers of U.S. Treasury. They bought U.S. Treasuries to lever against their own economy. They hold the most U.S. debt of any country with inflation finally hitting Japan. They are loosening their yield curve, which may make U.S. debt less attractive because Japan may start selling U.S. debt. Just be aware of that. That's going to be a big marker, big mover in the market. And finally, China, second largest economy and is in major trouble. They just had Evergreen, their construction giant, declare uh, Chapter 15, not Chapel 13 here in the U.S., which protects them against U.S. Um, uh, U.S. Uh, houses. The two houses of contracts are on a warpath. With major deflation, China has even more leeway to print massive amounts of money to reignite their economy, and they will. I would expect some sort of economic stimulus package early this week as they try and stem it. They may have already had it. I don't know. A bonus, Bitcoin continues to hold above the 25000 level. It's next major technical support. Rumors that something is coming with Binance uh, have been swelling as a technician. Just watch the 25000 level. If it holds price, can retest 28000 If 25000 breaks, 20000 will be the next stop. Uh, the only way to see a break of double bottom on Bitcoin is the U.S. equities market collapses 20%. If the U.S. Uh, equities market collapses, I think that's a bull sense for, uh, for Bitcoin. Uh, I think it will go down, but I do think that the rebound will be significantly more in Bitcoin than it will in the U.S. Uh, Dick's Sporting Goods. It talks Dick's Sporting Goods. DKS is the symbol. This one was an interesting one. Um, there were a lot of people on CNBC who were betting this one was going to be good. It's down 20% in pre-market. Uh, it is down. Uh, they Their earnings were good. I mean, their earnings weren't bad. You can see $2.82. So yeah, it's down from the three forty, But it's kind of right in line with what they were making two, three quarters ago. Um, the problem that they had is they said shrinkage is huge. And they continue to uh, make it, uh, ID it as a huge problem going forward, even bigger. They say it's getting worse and worse. On that report, you're down 20%. You're trading at 116, so 147. When you're trading at 116, you are below the 200-day. 
uh, you are finding some support down here at volume levels, it looks like. Uh, the, the largest volume level is at 113. So that would be where I would see it having some support if we pull this back. Uh, we're going to pull this back to, let's just pull January of this year. Pull back to January and let's see where the levels are because you haven't been down at this level um, for a while. So I think that 116 level, look out below. I mean, just look out below. If you're going to cover this gap down to 103, look out below. And I think that that's possible uh, if they continue to say, say things. Podcast favorite, not one in the main portfolio, uh, but Macy's. Uh, Macy's is solid earnings, popped initially. Um, same store sales were down 5%. When that news came out, it shot down. Uh, I like e-commerce on Macy's. I've gone over it. I, I like their towels. I like their, uh, you know, shopping experience. The fact that they have stores, you can, I, I remember my parents live in a 55 and older community. Those people spend freaking money like there's no tomorrow. They love the fact of shopping online with Macy's where they can do the shopping and then bring it back to the store if they don't like it. And when they go to the store, they wind up spending more money. So I think it's one of the best uh, mixes of e-commerce with uh, brick and mortar. Uh, I don't think that this store is going anywhere. I think you take advantage of this, this dip. If we look at a long term on this one, and we'll go weekly uh, on this one. See, you're under the 200-day. Now, you haven't moved a lot. This one doesn't get a ton of action, but you're under that 200-day. What happens when you get under that 200-day? You go back over the 200-day. 26 cents per share, not great. 56, they, they continually go down. They saw some increases here, which was driving the stock up. Um, I don't think that you get down to, let's see, we'll pull this back. Let's pull the volume to this year. Let's see where the volume is this year. We'll zoom in a little bit. It's right where you're at. Well, a little bit above it, 15. I, I think you go back to 15. Right now you're trading at 360. I think you go back to 15. We talked about NVIDIA. I think this one's going to 500. Analysts are taking out price targets before tomorrow's earnings based on their sales. Remember, there's two stocks that I want you to look at. There's NVDL. If you're trading NVIDIA on earnings, NVDL, in my mind, is the way to go because I do believe that uh, NVIDIA is going up. Uh, right now in pre-market, you're at 99.51. You're up 3%. NVIDIA is going up. Uh, NVIDIA in pre-market is up 2.63. So this is one and a half times. So it's up 3.3%. Uh, the other one that I want you to look at is SMCI. SMCI we talked about. Uh, this is one that I heard a podcast that said, hey, it's going to trade in line. This one's up 2% at 258. This one dropped down on earnings. Uh, it was up at 345 when earnings closed, and you dropped down to 299. I think this one's seeing the MACD, just be careful. The MACD has not crossed up on this. It is oversold. If we get a big earnings pop, remember what happened on the earnings pop last time with this one? This one dropped from 108 to 114 on the just on NVIDIA earnings. No, I'm sorry. This was the inverted earnings on May 24th. This one popped from 165 to 185. So I think if you get really good earnings on NVIDIA, these guys basically rack things up. And if you buy um, NVIDIA chips, you need super microcomputer to actually run it. I don't know the full details of it. <clears throat> That's what I heard on this podcast. That's why I like it. 
So don't fall asleep on NVDL and SMCI. Zoom had their a CFO with overexposure. I mean, this lady just has a, a, a ring light in front of her face. Crazy. Crazy. I just I don't understand how you're the CFO of a video calling company and you look that bad on camera. Uh, somebody's got to guide this person. So, um, but that that's my thoughts on Zoom. They beat, their earnings were uh, really good, $1.34 per share, you can see. They're saying big business is still signing up. It's their new products and services that they're offering, mainly the phone. Uh, they have cloud PBX system. Anybody that's running an IVR knows what a cloud PBX system can do for your business. If you still got old school PBX, if you want a uh, New stuff. I have a buddy that works for uh, one of the phone companies. So if you want, you know, again, if you run an IVR or something, just hit me up. I'll, I'll send you over to him. Um, but that's been what's growing. So they're doing really well. Lowe's, good earnings. Uh, we had good earnings for also from Home Depot. Um, so it looks like the the this trade is back in line. I it's boring to me. I think you're up above the 200 day. I don't think there's anything here to, to necessarily move. But if you do a ton of shopping at Lowe's, I think Lowe's has a better opportunity than Home Depot. Um, I'm just not a big believer in each one just because I don't use them enough. I go to Walmart and stuff. Um, there's an inter- interesting problem that may show up. And we talked about it. I talked about it with Schwab. And this is the Twitter um, that I was reading. Um, this is the post that I was reading. Uh, Schwab to cut jobs, close downsize some corporate office per se timing. It, this is this guy does a really good job in 17 minutes. It, it, Truist has f- 500 billion in assets, and it could be on the verge of failing along with Schwab, Schwab and HSBC. This is the problem with Schwab, is that they have more long term uh, bonds holding up, and they're lower co- lower percentage than short term bonds. So that's the problem that they have. The Fed is propping them up. Um, it's a good thing. I'll include it in the newsletter so you can look. Oh, I don't want this guy's voice coming up. Um, sorry. We'll close that out. Um, let's go back here because we're going to do scans. First one, energy name that I love, and it's under 50. Devin, I think it's still under 50. Trading at $50.37. If you don't have it, just get it today at $50.37. It's got this cross up. It's going to come up here to 52, 50, at least 52 to 53. It's going to cover that gap. Um, energy is still a trade under the 200 day. You got it at, at 55. The problem is that you've pulled back quite a lot on this one. And if we look at this monthly, um, it doesn't even look like it's pulled back. I mean, it's right on the 200 day. If we go down to a weekly and we look at this one, you can see we've pulled back and we're not quite at the 200 day. 200 day is still positive, but you're under that 50 day and you've traded under that 50 day all the way since January of this year. Energy just hasn't gotten love. Uh, Qualcomm has a cross up. I don't think this is a bad chip company. I think you're stuck in a trading range on this one. I think that bounce right there, like I said, at 107, I think that was the bounce. 110, I think you're coming back up here to fill this gap. That was gapped on earnings, 123 to 128. It's going to get back to that gap. I mean, the problem is handset sales. And the, the, main, the main thing for Qualcomm is handset sales and self-driving stuff. I think they're still doing well. I think it's a good one. You've got a good dividend to, to play along with that as well. MPLX, another energy company that I personally own that I put in a portfolio because they've had the most stable uh, most stable. Dividend. I mean, it's been between eight and nine percent the entire time that I've owned it for three years. 
Uh, in fact, three years ago when I bought it, I think it was even at 20% dividend and they paid out. They paid out their dividend. You can see March, $41 price target trading at $34. I, I like this company. I just like it. It does give it off a great dividend. Uh, and, and unlike PXD, PXD, remember, PXD does special dividends. Uh, MPLX doesn't do special dividend. And PXD does special dividends. And you're seeing PXD. I mean, God, if you bought this one at 208 and you're at 207, 237, sorry, you're doing really well. Plus, you got the dividends. You got, let's see, you got you got one dividend coming up on PXD September 5th. So I, I bought it. I've been adding to this one. I've said it under, under $200. That was a great one. I'm probably going to have to pull that one uh, up uh, just with that. But Tesla, I talked about. Uh, Tesla, I still don't think Tesla is coming down, but they've got some good catalysts. You've got the MACD that hasn't crossed up, um, but it, it's probably going to cross up here soon. Uh, Tesla is one that, uh, why did I put Tesla in here? No, it's not Tesla. Hold on, let's go back to the market scanner because this is one that uh, I think, let me see, not the S&P. Yeah, it says Tesla. Why is it saying Tesla crossed up? I don't see a cross up. Oh, there we go. Okay, let's go back to the strategy tester. Um, because that's where I like to look, Tesla. I just don't think it pulled it up for me. It was looking at a different MACD. There we go. 231.27 is the buy-in. Uh, you just opened up. You're at two, 240 right now is where the stock is at. It's coming for that 50-day, which is at still negative. I don't think this is the gap where we get up to 280. I just think that this one down here at 220, it, it crossed that 200-day, and then you saw it shoot up. Uh, it went all the way down to 212, 36. Uh, I, if you want to buy it long term, it's not a bad time to buy it. But in my mind, I'm kind of holding off. That has hurt me in the past, just so you're aware. Holding off has hurt me. Cleveland Cliffs got a cross up. I said when you cross 15, I think you should buy some. I've been adding small amounts to it. I still don't have a large position. I mean, we're talking one or two shares. And I don't put this in my trading portfolio just because, um, eh. I think I have it in there. Let me see. Do I have it in my set in my trading portfolio? Uh, I think I do, but I just don't add it. Remember, uh, Savvy Trader is not linked to my um, my account, so I have to put it. Yeah, I just I, I haven't put it in here just because it was an initial position that I put, and I've just been adding to it, so I haven't put it in the trading portfolio. But came up at fourteen ninety eight. You're trading at fifteen dollars and seventeen cents, up one percent today. One that I own that is not in the core portfolio, but this is IGM. This is an ETF that I got along with the uh, the, um, the 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 Arc funds and things of that sort. It was a I was trading in Merrill Lynch and I couldn't uh, I couldn't buy Arc funds for some reason. Three eighty eight eighty two. It's an expanded tech sector ETF. It's kind of you know it's it's been okay. I mean it's you know had its pullback last year. And then it's come back. Um, you can see on the weekly how it dipped below the 200-day here in October 2022. This is a weekly. And then it kind of came back. You're still not at your high at 450, which was January or November 2021. It's a good ETF. I like it. Uh, another one that I like that I don't own just because I have so much tech is XLK. So if you want XLK, um, now's the time to get it. Looks like we may be going on another run. My personal opinion is we're going down. Um, 
I think I'd buy specific socks in XLK. Uh, I don't think this is the second part of the run. Uh, I just, I have a feeling that we're just going to continue going down. Remember, September, uh, August, September, and October are the weakest months of the year. Typically, when you have as big a first half, August, September, and October are super weak. There's more catalysts on the way down there, and there are catalysts on the way up. Uh, But you can see here, uh, XLK has a gap here, 177 to 178. Could beat it. If you get near this 200-day on the daily or the four-hour, I mean, it's it's almost time if you believe in tech and tech's going up, just pull the trigger. Dollar cost average your way in there. Luca just Lucas just mentioned dollar cost average, so it was in my in my mind. But you still got the fifty day moving positive. You still have the two hundred day moving positive. You're just at the twenty one day. So on the weekly, you lost your confirmation. I don't think it's a bad time to add to it. Again, if it's a long term thing. Another energy name that we have is Cord Energy C H R D, which is one that is uh, crossing up. And this one has a really good dividend that they pay. You can see um, there's gaps on this chart all over the place. Uh, and I, I'm not a big believer in Cord Energy. It's a small cap. We can look at it. Their dividend, ha- they've paid out special dividends, which have been really good. Their dividend currently is sitting at 3.19, but they, if you do look at their dividend history, they have paid out significant. Last year, they were paying out significant dividend. In July, TD Cowan brought them down with a 151 price target. They're trading at 156. Um, you can see executive VP selling up here at 160s, 140s. I would say you're in the range. There's nothing exciting about this one for me. You're in that uh, ascending wedge, so maybe you could get up to the 160s, but there's no real catalyst for this one other than energy kind of coming back. So CHRD, some levered ETFs, TECL which is, I believe it's the tech sector, ET, uh, ETF. Um, let's see what it is. But uh, TARK, which is the ARC fund ETF, three times ARC fund. Yeah, this is technology three times. If you're going to go into, uh, if you believe that there, this one can fill a gap up here to 58, go and get it. I mean, this is tech sector. You're back around the 200 day. Not a horrible place to buy it. Just, you know, in my mind again, uh, I don't know if we're in a weak period bounce or if we're actually just going to uh, you know, uh, continue on the way up. I do think that this is just a normal pullback. Are we going to go up? Who knows? But TARK, this is triple levered, um, twice levered ETF on the ARKK. This one's under the 200-day. I think you can get to 67. It's at 62.88. I think this one's not a bad buy. I just think you look at maybe 5 to 10%. Make sure that your stop losses are, um, uh, are, are tight because, again, it's a double levered. But ARKK, with a cross up on this one. Uh, and the next couple of ones are, are pretty interesting that I'm going to go over. But ARKK, with a cross up here. Uh, what's the price target on this one? Uh, 6138. I'm sorry, 4183. 4183. You're below the 200 day. I say ARC's under the 200-day. You might not be coming up to this $48 gap here. Um, you know, If we start to lose it, you might come down to this $35 target. So, But I think you could take, it, take a shot under the 200-day on ARCs. And I like that one. The other ARC fund that had a cross up here is ARC-G. This is their genomics. This is one that, in my mind, I know nothing about genomics. I know nothing about healthcare. 
This is one that I, I made some money in, not a lot. I wound up losing money on my last few lots, I think in 2021 as they were sliding down, or 2022 as they were sliding down. But ARKG at $30, you're already at $31.25. Uh, I do think that this one has the ability to get back to its 200-day at 32 That would be a decent move here from $31.25 up to $32.45. Dollar on a $30. I mean, it's not a horrible move, but you got the 50-day moving down. You're you're moving towards a death cross. I don't think that you're going to get a death cross on this. I just have a feeling like we we might come back on this one. This one in particular, it's got healthcare written all over it and stuff. Uh, One that I think is easily a $30 stock is Rivian. Its valuation is absolutely crazy. But these guys make the best truck out there uh, if you're interested in an electric truck. Problem is, there's still a newer one. In New Jersey, I was seeing a ton of Amazon uh, delivery vans that are Rivian, and they are cool as fuck. I mean, AF, cool AF. Uh, This one at $20 $20 here, I think you buy it at $20, and I think at some point in time this year, it goes back up to $30. If we look at this one on the long term, this is why I want you to see the long term on this one. Because uh, it started out as a super heavy IPO, and the valuation was crazy. You're talking about a um, $120 stock that it was back here in June. This it started out uh, at 95, and it went up to 140, and then it went up to 180 dollars, 179.47. That's just November 2021. Then the the rate started going up. These guys started going down. They're not going out of business. They have too many orders on the platform. Their basic problem is they're still losing money. You don't want to be out of this stock when they announce that they're actually making money. Uh, And that could be next quarter. Most likely it's sometime in 2024. Uh, But you don't want to be out of this stock. The, The volume level, let's see. If we pull this back to recent lows, the volume level here uh, on the weekly uh, this is a weekly chart, and we pulled it back to April 2023. You can see there's more people here at 24 than there are uh, at 14. So I, I think as you get into this gap here between 16 and 20, I think that's where you really get the bounce up. So you're trading at $20.95. I, I might buy this one. I just like it. I like it a lot. Um, Zscaler. Or I'm sorry, another car company. Let's go, a Chinese car company, XPEV. This one's eh, iffy. I mean, China's pretty iffy to invest in right now, but XPEV is the biggest, one of the biggest competitors. I think BYD is the biggest competitor to uh, Tesla. But XPEV is a competitor to Tesla, 1643. Reason Tesla is going up today is because there's some, some stuff coming out of China um, and the fact that they may have bigger margins. They might have to price cut because of XPREV, because of uh, BYD and stuff like that. So I'd be more apt to uh, do Rivian or Tesla. The valuation on Rivian is the only thing. But I mean, valuation, we've been talking about valuation. Um, They've been telling me NVIDIA, uh, Tesla, all that stuff. Um, But uh, Adobe. Uh, I don't use Adobe products. I, I do while at work. But I don't at home, and I don't like the subscription, but I can tell you um, the subscription model makes money. And this one's a little bit extended as far as uh, pricing goes, and I think their, um, their, their valuation. But I do like this 
to come back to its highs. Uh, and its highs right here, 2021, this is again a tech one, at 668, I think it's 686. I don't think it's a horrible one to, be, to get into, but you've had this run here from 357, which was just back in May. I mean, that, this run has just been incredible. So I'd be a little bit careful, even though it has a cross-up right now. Um, one that I really think you should add in, and um, the stock nerd is one that I think just outlined this one perfectly, is the trading desk. Uh, TDT. TTD is the symbol. Uh, we can talk about this one, but uh, I like this one to go higher. I mean, you know, I, I like it to get back to its all-time highs, um, which are significantly uh, higher than this. But we can look at 73.29, and you're trading right about there today. I'd start a position in this one. I don't know that I'd go all in on this one in that there's no real catalyst on this anytime soon. Um, uh, but you can see from a weekly standpoint, I mean, this has $100 written all over it. Uh, you know, you, you topped out here at about 88. I think this has $100 written all over it. Uh, so I like it. Uh, other ones that had a cross up three other ones, Qualcomm, I went over on the live with, the, with, uh, uh, with people on YouTube. So Qualcomm's one. I like it. I like it getting back to 120. Uh, GM I put in there and Medtronic I put in there. Those two you can take a look at if you want. But that's it. Remember, there's uh, if you want any of the, the, the links that I mentioned here, Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash daily stock pick. You can get 25% off a of TrendSpider. All the charts that I use are TrendSpider. Um, the third one is the one that I want you to really pay attention to. And I tried to tell you guys this weekend. Uh, Weeble is so good. When you wake up in the morning and their their basic um uh the 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 email that you receive with hey what's coming up this week what's coming up this day most of the stuff I get from here I love it I love this one um and you can put in three dollars and get up to twelve free shares I mean I don't think they give you twelve free shares when you get put in three dollars I don't know what they do but who doesn't have a hundred bucks to put in here use the app see if you like it. This is the one I like. It's, it's basically the Robin Hood uh, for people who like apps. But the best thing that they have is a desktop software program that's free. And you can do charts like you can do in TrendSpider. You can't do all the bells and whistles in TrendSpider uh, that you can in TrendSpider. But their, their actual desktop software is top-notch. So move from your phone to desktop with Weeble. And that's the way I'd like you to do it. If you're in Robin Hood, get the F out of Robin Hood. Try and take your money out. You get some bonuses when you transfer over to, um, uh, to Weeple. Uh, and, and I like this one. And, and use my link here off of the link tree and you'll get 12 free stocks or down below. There's a link. Uh, so that's the one that I really want you to do. If you want to follow my trades, SavvyTrader.com slash Daily Stock Pick. Uh, the newsletter is the main one that I'd like you to, to, to sign up for, though. Uh, that's down here in fifth. Uh, and I probably should move it up, but it's dailystockpick.substack.com. It's free. 100% I use these notes that I, you know, I look at here to go over, and there's a lot today that I didn't go over that I'll include with including some charts. But remember, just go over here um, and, and sign up. It's free. If you don't want the paid one, the paid one's for the people who want more educational stuff. But I think if you listen to me, you get enough education. Okay, I am out because I do... My mouth is starting to hurt right now. So I'm sorry about talking so low, but it was a bonus. So uh, enjoy your day. I may be back on tomorrow. I will try. I can't promise anything. This was 38 minutes and it killed me. Okay, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.